Alrighty, welcome friends and fellow explorers to the Swinging Single Podcast. I am your host, the ever-intrigued, ever-intrepid A.C. Maxwell, standing at the preface of the unexpected, the undiscovered, and utterly exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, I know some of you just smirked at that. Yes, I confess, I am indeed a journey through the swingers lifestyle, examining every nook and cranny of this tantalizing underworld. Be assured, this is a journey of candid reflection, introspections, and a chronicle of my best to debunk the stereotypes associated with being one of those creepy single men. So I'm Brace yourself for unique exploration and honest conversation and a whole lot of fun of twists and turns. Once again, thank you for joining me and becoming part of this extraordinary adventure. Let's break some barriers, dispel some myths, and embark on this swinging journey together. Stay tuned, stay excited, and most importantly, stay open-minded as we navigate the uncharted waters of the swinging single podcast Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Swinging Single Podcast. Last time we talked about, well, how my new life as a swinger began and how we're going to dive a little deeper. Today, we're traveling around the Great Lakes region from Buffalo, New York to Ontario, Canada and on to Ohio. Now, let me tell you about my time swinging in Buffalo. There are a couple of places that I visited and oh, do I have some stories to tell. First up is the Buffalo Social Club, which is a discreet yet intriguing club for the sexually adventurous. It's an amazing venue that offers the ideal environment for open-minded singles and couples to interact. So on this adventure today, I'm from Michigan and I was working at one of the auto companies uh, and the plant shut down to one shift. Well, there was a job opening. It was in Buffalo. Now, was it exciting to go to Buffalo? No, but it was something new, something different. I checked out the single, uh, scene a little bit for the swingers lifestyle before I said yes to it. And it looked decent. So I said yes. Plus, it's a job and I got to pay the bill somehow, you know. So I moved to Buffalo. I checked it out and I had to do a lot of changes changes into where i was looking for you know little action connections online was not big there and it was fading out in the great rakes legion so i had to find the other swingers website and that's when i came up sls swing lifestyle.com so i signed up for sls made my profile and i just waited and waited and waited to see what was going on all right so in SLS, they have a section where you can look up clubs. And so I decided to look up clubs and I found one, the Buffalo Social Club. Now, do I know any of these clubs are still open in Buffalo? No, because I have not been since I left in 2007. So this is around 2002 
when this happened. So I moved there in the fall of 2002. Good time. Real good time to move to Buffalo. So I end up going to this Buffalo Social Club. It was one time that it was allowing single men in. Usually they don't allow single guys in. So I'm kind of fucked in that area. So they allow single guys. And it was a Saturday. And they gave me the address. Now the address was to a VFW hall. And I was like, wow, okay, this is the first. I never had, I had it at a house, at a nightclub, but never at a VFW hall. All right, so no no big deal. I'll figure it out. Plus, I love to swing, and I'll go anywhere. And you'll know anything about swingers. Swingers will go anywhere for a party. So I go to the VFW hall, and lo and behold, I actually find my first co-worker. Yes, him and his wife were there. They didn't recognize me. I really don't talk to them at work anyways because it's a big plant. I think like 500 people. So you, I wasn't recognized by him, but I recognized him. Now, did I freak out? Nope, I did not freak out because you know why? If you think about it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, they're there for the same reason. There's no way in hell someone walks into a swinger club on, on accident. You know what you're going there for. And if your husband tells you that, oh, it's an accident, honey, I didn't know this was a swinger club. I thought it was just a nightclub. He's full of shit. He's lying to you, ladies. And same thing, husbands, if the same thing happens to you, they're lying to you. So we, I see him. I don't say nothing to him. He don't say nothing to me. I don't even think he even noticed me because he's so busy up in his wife's ass. But it's okay. All power to him. So. You know, I moves around. I start, you know, trying to talk to people, talk to other people, see how the scene is for me. So I end up end up talking to this one couple, uh, real nice couple. I would end up meeting them outside the club, which is always good, which is the whole end game, really trying to find friends in the lifestyle that you can uh, hook up with outside the club. So we talk and bullshit for a while. People are getting drunk. People are doing, starting to get a little handsy with each other. Well, for one thing, they told me this place was nowhere supposed to have any sexual activity during it. But as I, the night gets longer and the drinks start keep flowing, clothes start coming off, oral sex starts happening. And once oral sex starts happening, someone enters the vagina. And that's where I come in. So the couples I'm talking to, she's wearing these. She was really into the stockings on her legs and she had the crotchless uh, uh, stockings and all that. So she had those on. So, you know, we're at the bar. She's playing with my cock. I'm fingering her pussy. And he says, go ahead and fuck her. You know, he's like, oh, I don't know I could do that. But you know what? I don't give a shit. Fuck the rules. Let's have fun. So right at the bar, in front of everybody, the whole club. I don't even think no one even noticed anyways because everyone's on their own thing. So it's no big deal. So we fuck on the bar stool for quite a while. And, you know, we both finish and we keep talking and talking and talking to her. So we keep talking. They're from Grand Island. I'm from Buffalo. So, hell, we're going to meet up. So we're exchanging numbers and all that. So great. Positive number one of the night. Then, as I go out and explore more, because she's taking other guys in, I meet another couple. This couple is outside, because in the back they have where people are smoking. This is the time where, you know, Buffalo, New York started the whole, oh, we can't smoke indoors or at a bar anymore. So, 
That's what happens. They have to all go outside. And it's Buffalo. It's cold out, and these people are smoking. You gotta, I got to give it up to those smokers, man. No matter how cold it is, you'll go out there for a smoke. So I'm talking to this couple. She's all, you know, feeling frisky. And, you know, then she gets on her, you know, she goes down and goes, goes down on me right outside. And she blows me to completion. And hubby's over there rooting around like a good little man. And, you know, I zip up and I thank him very much. I never got the number. I didn't even know who the fuck they were. But, you know, she wanted mine. And I gave it to her. So that was the very first time. After a while, you know. I go off and do my own thing, and I go home. So that's the very first time I went to the Buffalo Social Club. The second time I went now, I was with a girlfriend. I had Her name was Heather. She was a very nice young lady, uh, same age as me. I'm in my late 20s now at this time. And I, we go, and we actually hook up with a young couple, younger couple than us, actually, because we're both like 27, 28, and they were younger than us. So we're at the club, we're at, well, at the VFW Hall again, and we meet them. They saw us on SLS, we had a profile on SLS as a couple together, and we were talking and bullshitting, you know, one thing leads to another, and my girlfriend's eating her pussy on the table on the VFW Hall. I wonder if the VFW Hall knows what the hell's going on in there, uh, but I don't know. So the VFW Hall is there. We're making out. We're doing all that stuff. She's licking her pussy. The other girl reciprocates, does it. And we both exchange, and I fuck his wife, and he fucks my girlfriend and all that. Uh, right there on the table at the VFW Hall. Later on, we would go to a house party, like an after-hours par- uh, after party, and we would do the same thing. So we pretty much fucked with this couple the whole night that we were there. And it was a crazy f- night because it was... When I first went there, there was not a lot of sex going on. There was only a couple people, but this was a full-out fucking orgy, man. Once every once the party gets started, everyone starts. That's why I always say every club should hire a fire starter. And a fire starter to me is a couple that would go out and start fucking when everyone's just sitting around doing nothing. Especially in Houston, because in Houston they need that because these these fuckers don't start till twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the morning to start fucking. So we're there. We're getting done. It's, I think it's like 4 or 5 in the morning right now. Me and Heather take off. We go home. They go home. They We never we emailed them, but we never played with them again um, because of our schedules and all that. Heather actually lived about an hour away from me, and it would just never come up that we would have time to come up and watch, see that couple again. Amazing body, amazing couple, really good and all that. So that was the, my first adventures in the the club scene in buffalo now what i notice in buffalo is that none of the clubs are, are on premise most m- most of them have been off premise where they rent out a hall or they rent out a hotel and they have their parties there now i heard there's a new one called the bad kitty club that's in fredonia uh, new york i heard that that is an on-premise club and i heard it's pretty fucking good I haven't had been able to chance to get there, and I don't think I probably will because of, well, shit, when the hell am I going to go to New York? Buffalo, especially. So, I don't know. But if I ever go in that area again, I will try to stop and check it out, get my full review for the single male perspective. All right. So, there's another place. Now, this is a candlelight. I think it's called the Candlelight Society. And they would have... Uh, they would rent out the hotels 
they would have it in Rochester. They would also have one in Buffalo. So I went to one in Rochester, one in Buffalo. Uh, the Buffalo one didn't have a lot of people. The Rochester one was the one that had a lot of people because I think it was the only club in town for people in Rochester, New York. And Rochester, New York is not a big town. It's a very beautiful town, but it's not a big town. So I'm on SLS. I get an email from this couple in Rochester. And they asked me if I would like to come to their room before the party because there's a place where you can say, hey, I'm coming to this party. Um, anyone else want to meet up? So they answered my ad, which was very rare because even now today I get like maybe if I sent out 100 emails, I'll probably get one email back. But OK, do all that work for nothing. But, you know, it is what it is. So they call me or well, they email me, say, come on up if you want to. And I said, OK, I'll meet them up. Met the couple up, beautiful girl, excellent husband, chit chat for a while. And we get down to business. You know, me and her playing around, do, I'm doing my thing, learning how to eat better pussy as a young man because, you know what, men, we got to eat that pussy better. Uh, we start fucking and we finish our thing up. They actually sponsored me to get in of the club. I think you had, to, as a single guy, you had to have a sponsor and they sponsored me. So we clean up, we take a shower, I take a shower with her, we fuck in the shower again and we clean up, we get dressed, we go downstairs. And... They have a nice ballroom, and it is packed. There's a lot of people, a lot of beautiful people there and all that. They have the dancing, the food, and all that. So we get all that done. They have a reserved couple rooms to, you know, playrooms as we call them. And me and the girl go out. We go in there. We're fucking around. And more people start joining us, and we're all on this king-size bed. There's like eight people on this king-size bed. So I'm fucking touching all these women, you know, dodging all the guys, bullets and all that stuff from them. And then she takes off. I don't know where the hell she went, but I wasn't going to leave this fucking pile of pussy. I'll tell you that right now. So I'm there fucking, you know, eating pussy, fucking eating pussy, fucking doing all this crazy shit uh, to these women in this pile. And I remember one woman was jerking me off, jerking me off. And finally I blew my load. Now. This is what the scary part is. I don't know where that fucking load went because I didn't, I didn't see where it went because I was some girls right in my face and I hopefully I didn't shoot one of the guys. No one said anything, but you just never know. And the problem with that is in the orgy, in a real fucking orgy, you can get friendly fire. And if you're insecure with yourself, that could be a problem. If you're not insecure with yourself, you're gonna be okay. You know. But a lot of guys would freak out if they got any come on them. But with me, I don't care. It's going to happen. It's part of the process, part of the job description. All right. So that's my first night. So that's my first time at Candlelight. Other after the orgy, I just went home with the bed. You know, there was really nothing else to do. People were f lining out. People didn't want to fuck around with couples. I mean, people didn't want to fuck around with me because I'm a single guy. So that's fine. So I said goodnight to the couple that brought me. I went back to the room and said, hey, goodbye. You know, she had another dude with her, which was great. I'm glad she was having fun. So a couple years later, never really thinking about going back to Candlelight. A couple years later, they're having a party. Candlelight Society is having a party in Buffalo, New York. Or actually, sorry, not Buffalo, New York, but Niagara Falls. It's up there over by the bridge and all that, where Niagara Falls is at. I think it was at a Hilton, I don't know. So they rented, do the same thing, they rented the ballroom out and all that. 
So I didn't have to be sponsored, which was good. So I could just go. I didn't have to find someone to sponsor me. I go in there, walk in, same thing. Not a, it was. I don't remember a lot of people being there. I thought it was very small. But, however, I did have a good time there uh, dancing and all that. So I'm dancing with the people, asking the women to dance and all that. They would say yes. Some said no. Get tired a little bit. Find one that really is. I found a couple that was really into me. She was really into me. So, you know, you know, you stick with that one. So she takes me to the bathroom. She starts taking. She wants to fuck. So I bend her over and start fucking her on the uh, bathroom sink. Bend her over there. Another woman comes in. She's taking a piss and whatever because there's more bathrooms for the men than there are the women as typical so i stop and i'm just standing there and you know the lady that i'm having sex with she starts going around she goes to take a piss herself and the woman that was got done she bends down and starts sucking on my dick so i got a tag team by these two girls and it was amazing it was great now the problem was the woman that was sucking my dick ended up finishing me off and i blew my load and she swallowed I was, I was, I'm kind of amazed when that happens sometimes because I'm like, well, I don't know if you should swallow my load or things like that because, you know, I'm usually a condoms guy, so, you know, I'm never blowing my load inside a woman, <laughs> but, you know, she took it and I was like, hey, whatever, uh, so, anyways, so we get done, the lady's done, we go back out dancing, and then the playrooms open up, so we all go out to the playrooms, um, let me see. Trying to remember, I end up playing with this one couple, which was good. And she later thanked me because her fantasy was to find a complete stranger, single guy stranger, and have sex with them. And that's what ended up happening that night. So I was fucking her hubby. I was watching at the foot of the bed, and as as I was doing her and all that, trying to. Uh, I guess he was coaching me, so to speak, to how to fucking make her come, which I'm very appreciative. Guys, husbands, man, if you got any advice on how to make your wife come, let me know. I'm not going to I'm not insecure. I'm saying, fuck it. Let me do it. You know, let, let me know so I can figure out how to make that wife come. Because number one rule, the wife, the woman comes first. All right. So we end the fucking and we're done and we're cleaning up and all that. The couple that I was first hooked up with in the bathroom, I ended up fucking her, you know, just to make make her happy. You know, I want to make her happy, keep her happy because you never know. She might end up calling me back and say, hey, you know, can you come over tonight? Oh, you know, can you come over today? So you always got it. You're working as a single man. You're working for those callbacks. That's what you're really working, working for. And it worked. I remember we would end up meeting later on in the year and having more fun. Now. So that's it. Candlelight Society is over. The party's over. I leave. We all leave. And that's the last time I'd ever go to Candlelight. I didn't go to many clubs in New York um, because the most of the clubs I would go to end up going to would be in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Which is if you are anyone that has been doing this for a while and have traveled, the Great Rakes region seems to be a hotbed for swinging. The clubs and all that. And I mean, I mean, the clubs in the, the Northeast and in Ohio and Pennsylvania are just like top notch. Some of the best clubs around the country. So I would end up going there because, it, you know, they let single guys in all the time and they're a lot, you know, a lot more fun. 
It wasn't just once a month. It was like every Friday, Saturday night, I could go there and have some fun with someone. And that's what would happen. I ended up, well, I could talk about another club, Merrymakers. I never went to that. That's in Buffalo. I don't know if it's still there, but I had heard of Merrymakers, and I used to know people that used to go there, and they said it was a good time. But I don't know. I've never been there myself, so I can't give a really good answer to that. But as the internet would be, I would end up finding this one awesome group. And this lady, her husband, they're a couple from Estabula, Ohio, and they would host. Um, I don't, and or it would turn always into an orgy. But the women there, the couples there, were there for single men. It was like a cockhold, stag vixen type party. So every time a couple would come, the lady would stress that this is for couples that want extra men not couples looking for couples so when a couple will walk in you know damn good and yes they're there for you the male you're there to please that wife and i found this group and i man, i had a great time with this group i was sad i had to move back to michigan and move to texas and florida but you know, all things come, all good things must come to an end, and it was a great thing at first started out. And she would, have, I think they would have parties twice a month, and I would go to every single one. I used to work a lot of overtime in the plant because they handed out, like, candy, and it's, like, time and a half. And I'd be like, nah, I'm not working this Saturday. I'm going I'm going somewhere. So I got some things to do. I was going to get fucking have fun and fuck the shit out of these women. So the first time I went, it was in a hotel they were in a hotel, and I think somewhere's in Ohio or Pennsylvania border. And I can remember, I've got hooked because there were quite a lot of women. There was about, let's see, 10 women. And now you got to remember, these, all these women want dick. They're not there to fucking find another woman. Now, some of them are by, and yes, they would eat another girl out, but they weren't there for that. They were there for the men. And I mean... Thank God I was young and my dick could stay hard because I fucked a lot. I think that time, let's see, I know I fucked the the organizer, his wife, another blonde, a nice tight little blonde girl. She loved the fucking, fucked her. There's another three other girls that I was I played with I was inside. And I had my first girl squirt down my face at the, one of these parties. So I had a lot of firsts. One thing about this party was... As I noticed when I was there, as I brought in my goods, my fanny pack of goods, which carries condoms and lubes, was no one was using condoms. Not one person. I was like, what the hell? I didn't know what the hell was going on. You know, I'm young. I'm naive. I grew up, you know, HIV and AIDS and all that. So I'm like, oh, I got to wear a condom because I don't know these people. But yet no one used condoms. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, you, YOLO, you only live once. So put away all my condoms and all that, and I just go bareback. And, man, it was, and I'll tell you what, it is great. It's fucking awesome. Who would not want to fuck bareback? But you got to be very careful today. But me being young and dumb, I was like, fuck it, I'll put them away. And I started doing it. Fuck, I think I came inside five different pussies that night. It was nice. It was great. So every time I would go there, I would do that, which would end up being stupid. <sighs> And I'll tell you a reason why it was going to be stupid. So, 
I keep going back and back and meeting more people and all the women. And that's what I loved about this party. These parties were about men, women that love men, extra men, threesome, foursomes, gangbangs, and all that. It wasn't none of this shit. Well, if you like couples, you could stay there. They made you had to participate if you were going to come. So she didn't. You didn't have a lot of newbies. You had mostly veterans there. And when you have a veterans there, that's a good thing for your party because they get the party started. Where you get the newbies that might not know what to do, might not, might be intimidated a little bit, but the veterans get it all started, and that's what happened. People would start, you know, fucking and having a good time, and we would fuck all night to two a.m. and all that stuff. So they would have a hotel. Then the couple that was the organizers, they ended up getting a a small warehouse and uh out on the ohio pennsylvania border and they would have this warehouse and they would host the parties there they had it all set up these fucking these this couple was really into it his wife fucking his wife was a decent looking woman she had butter face her face wasn't that great but her body was she had those you know nice tits nice ass thin frame and all that so you know she was all into it and so was he he really loved doing this and she would fuck everything that would walk in that fucking i mean guys she would take on every dick she didn't give a shit and that's why i talked about how swinging has changed because now a lot of these times it's like these people want to oh i want to date him i don't want to date him date her date her stuff like that and i'm like but this these people that would go to these places it was a full-on orgy and i make my a good time was let's see i think it was during the holidays the plant was shut down i go and I pick up a couple from Erie that usually go, brung them down with me. So we were all hanging, all three of us hanging out. And this young couple, young couple comes in. I was like, woo. And you know what? I'm like, nah. You know, when I see young couples, I'm like, oh, they're really not going to play. But this woman and this guy, they fucked everybody. I mean, she took everyone. And I'm, I'm like, oh, boy. And I'm like having fun with her. Me and her played twice. You know, her husband was playing with all the other girls and they were doing all kinds of stuff. They asked me about getting a single girl. I was like, well, you know, I don't know nothing about that. But the best way to do it is let your wife handle everything. Let her handle all the details of the logistics of it all. And you just sit there and enjoy the show. But me and her, I really love playing with her because the fact that she was new and young was another plus. I don't know what the fuck she was thinking, though, because she was taking cream pies every guy and i'm like i hope she's on birth control or maybe they were doing it for breeding parties because i do know and i have seen it couples will get a bunch of dudes to give their wives cream pie in hopes of getting pregnant because i think maybe the husband can't get her pregnant or whatnot but i have heard that and i saw one couple back home in michigan actually the dude knocked her up and he moved in with that couple and I was like, wow, that's fucked up. I go, listen, I'm a fucking pervert, but that ain't never happened. My, no one's moving in with my house other than my, me, myself, my kids, and the wife. Other than that, no one's going near there. But maybe I, that's what they were thinking. Maybe that's what they were doing. I don't know. I never asked. I never got involved in it. But I know they were a really nice couple to me, and I appreciate nice couples. Now, have every couple been nice to me? Hell no. Um like I talk about secrets, how this one bitch laughed at me and all that. Okay, you want to laugh? Not you're not cool. Whatever. I don't know why you asked me to fuck you. 
I guess you didn't like me after all. The pictures didn't look good, I guess. Good enough. But, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. And that's what you're going to do as a single guy. You're going to take the good with the bad. And you're going to get a lot of bad because of people always assume. So, you know, if you're starting thinking about doing it or are doing it and shit doesn't go your way, don't worry about it. It will go your way. Karma always finds you and you'll and you'll be fine. Trust me. All right. Then at the end of my tenure in Buffalo, I found another couple. Um, and this is weird. And I have seen this more and more through the years. I met this one couple. She they come over. We meet for dinner. We have dinner. They like she likes what she saw. And I invite her back to my place and, you know, we have our rendezvous. We do the deed. She tells me she has a brother and a sister-in-law. They are swingers also and that they have parties in somewhere's around Fredonia. I don't remember. It's out in the middle of nowhere. But if you are knowing what I'm talking about, it's a pole barn. He turned his pole barn into like a swinger party place and all that. So they said, we'll invite you to the next one. And lo and behold, they did. Now, I don't ever believe. Maybe I'm just being an asshole. When a couple tells me, oh, we'll call you. We'll, we'll do all this. We'll, you know, we'll invite you to our next party. I don't really believe them. I say, oh, okay, yeah, thank you. I don't believe them because a lot of times they say that and they don't mean it. They're just trying to be nice and all that. But they just can't say, we're not interested. You weren't good in bed. We don't want to have anything to do with it. I would rather hear that than the bullshit that they tell me. But they actually came through. I got an email or I got a phone call saying, hey, we're having a party Saturday. My brother and sister-in-law are having a party. Come on up. And I thought this was weird because I would not want to be swinging with my brother, but they fucking do. I can't believe it. I was like amazed. So they're over there. Call me up. I go. I go meet everybody. And it's a fucking nice place. Upstairs has the bedrooms and all that. Well, you know, I got to be a good, gracious uh, guest and I had a I fucked the wife of the uh, husband that was hosting the place. Me and her have a good time. She is a squirter, great little squirter, uh, redhead too. I don't fuck a lot of redheads, so that was good to see. So I got with her the first night. Uh, didn't do much at all the rest of the night. It was pretty much uh, dead for me. It was mostly couples hooking up with other couples. I did go in the hot tub, and I did actually end up did fucking another girl in the hot tub, as I remember. Yes, I did. So me and her played in the hot tub. And it was really nice because the hot a hot tub in the northern part of the country where it gets cold is it's great. Even during the wintertime, you know, you sit in that hot tub. It's 104 degrees in there, and you're just watching the snow fall or you're watching the night sky. And it's just wonderful it's a wonderful feeling now you think oh man it's gonna get cold when you get out no if you sit in there long enough you'll have enough warmth by the time you get your stuff and get into indoors that it won't affect you that it won't it won't affect you that much so take it from me i know i do it all the time and i love the you know the hot tub but once again this place was out in the middle of nowhere and which is awesome like i always say if there's a place out in the middle of nowhere and they're having a swingers party you better go because you're probably gonna miss out on a great time i don't know for some reason it just works so that was outside of fredonia in uh in new york outside of buffalo area then you know 
I found a couple nudist clubs. Now, like I said, I go to nudist clubs because that's where swingers hang out. So why not go where swingers hang out? I found two. One was Lily Valley. That was in Ford Erie. It's just right across the border. And the other one was Four Seasons. That's outside of Hamilton. I went to Four Seasons a lot because they had rooms to rent and all that. So you could go stay there. Never ever scored, but saw a lot of naked people. You know, met a Mexican, uh, a Mexican girl and her husband. They really took me in. They were really nice to me. You know, I think they tried to hook me up with their sister when she came from Mexico, but nothing happened there. I wasn't, I wasn't into that because, like I said, she was not a swinger. Now, this was place was where nudists, you have to be very careful when you go to a nudist resort because there are nudists that are just nudists. They're not swingers. So you really have to f fill out. You can't just assume that everyone's going to be swingers there. So... The sister was not a swinger, so I was not fucking interested. I'll fuck her, but I'm not interested in fucking a relationship with a non-swinger. <laughs> All right. So I went there a bunch of times over the years, and I think it closed down. Now, I think it got sold, and they closed it down. The one in Lily Valley was a very rustic. It had a uh, – what kind of pool was it? It's not in, It was not an in-ground. It was an above-ground pool. Very, you know, old but it was fine, you know, you got to hang out and be nude. They were nude. They were swingers there. I know they were, but they weren't into, they weren't too uh, into guys or not at the time or anything like that. So I would go there all the time because it was easier to get there. I had the uh, Nexus Pass so I could just cross the border real easily. So it was no bother for me to go there. Never hooked up at any of these. Never had sex in any of the, other than jerking off. If you count that, that's all I did. But that was all about the news resource there. There was also Zor Valley, which was in Zor Valley, New York. Uh, I think Gonda, however you say it, I can't remember. They would have a in the valley would be a little area where nudists would hang out and swingers alike. I actually did fuck there twice. Um, people in the woods and all that hang out nude and all that so that was a pretty good place in the fucking park rangers were busting people writing people tickets for going nude and all that now to get to this area which would fuck this is what pisses me off is you had to cross a stream and that stream is strong so if you're going across there you know you know what you're going there for that's what pisses me off about a lot of this shit and you never see any kids it's always a people 18 and older but yet the rangers will say oh we gotta do it because of the kids they go we don't ever see any kids no kids ever come it's always adults that are going through there because they can't kids can't it's too dangerous for the kids all right like I said, you had it's like a swinger club. You had to search out this place. You had to know that it was here to even go. Because no one goes there because it was too damn high. The damn water was too fast and swift for everyone to go. Only the maniacs like us, the nudists would go and the swingers would go there. But that I heard that still goes on. I don't know. I haven't been there. Like I said, I should try to make a trip there one year, you know, when I'm on vacation. But, you know, it's just like shit. You know, where am I going to go? Go to Zor Valley or go to Secrets? It's an open and shut place, man. Go to Secrets. Have a good time. All right. So those are my adventures in New York. And I mean, I was hitting my stride in swinging lifestyle at this time. I really was. And damn, I had a great time at this time even for buffalo because you know there's a lot of house parties there's not a lot of clubs but there's a lot of house parties and the house parties always say go to house parties because they're so intimate and you're able to talk to people more than you can a club you don't have that loud fucking techno music blaring and all that on you and you can talk to people 
and people can get to know you. I think that's what happens with a lot of single guys. When they see you, they either decide, no, we're not going to have anything with you, or yes, we are. But sometimes you can win them over with your personality, the way you talk, your mannerisms, you can dance and all that. So those are some of those things you can't do at a club. Now, you can dance at a club, but you know what? Whatever. But you can talk to someone. You can show off your personality at a house party a lot better than you can a club uh, and all that. And plus, you don't got all these people running around. Because there are people out there that go, ooh, that's a better looking couple. I'm going to go talk to them. They try to one-up everybody. And I always, I always laugh at those. The single guys are horrible at it. Couples do it all the time, too. And that's funny when the couples do it because I always laugh at them. Because they think, oh, well, I'm going to go with that. That's a better looking couple, so I'm going to go talk to them. But then they end up holding their dick and pussy in their hands and not doing anything with anybody. So, got to be careful what you want. All right, I'm about to wrap this up here for today, but I want to talk to you about some other Twitter ladies that I found on Twitter that I think you should look at. We got that swinger Janelle at hotwife underscore 27. She's a married swinger by as fuck. She likes kitty cats and rainbows. She has an OnlyFans page. And gentlemen, she does love this sex. She's got some tat. If you like tattoos, she's got a tattoo in between her nice, luscious breast. And you should check that out because those are targets, baby. That's what that is, target practice. And she loves men. So single dudes, you know what? Check her out. Maybe pay for that little um, premium package on OnlyFans. And she loves a good cream pie, I tell you that. Good job, Janelle. So like again, ladies and gentlemen, go to Twitter. Go look up that swinger Janelle at hotwife underscore 27. Then another lady. We're going north of the border to Canada for this one. It's Alish the hotwife at HW underscore Alish. And she's a cute board. And my husband wants me doing something with my free time. She's from Canada. Hotwife cam model content creator who is not these days anymore. I tell you. But she looks scrumptious, nice little petite little girl. Um, let's see. It looks like the only thing from what I'm seeing is that she's playing with her husband, or at least I think that's her. It's the same dude. Um, I don't see anything other than dildos and husband play, but I don't know. So you can check it out. Uh, she probably has. She makes content, so she's got her OnlyFans. Let's see. Clicked on that link, and no, oh, well. She's got mini vids, mini vids, and she's got a chatterbait uh, room. So there you go. So maybe Canada doesn't do OnlyFans. I don't know. Is that is that what it is over there? But that's about it that I have. That's all I want to go for today. You know, not bore you so much. And I hope you love hearing my adventures. Check out some of the clubs if you're in the Buffalo area. See if the Buffalo Social Club Candlelight is still open. Maybe Merry Makers and the check out the Bad Kitty Club because I heard it's fucking awesome. All right, and if that couple from Astro Beelers out there, I want to thank you for all the great times and all the bareback cream pies I was giving all the ladies. I hope you all enjoyed it. Those were the times when I was filling up a pussy. Now, you know, well, you know, you get old, the cum don't come as much as it is anymore. But for now, I want you to all stay sexy, stay sing, stay single, and stay swinging. You have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. This is AC Maxwell for the swinging single podcast if you want to chat 
hit me up on Gmail at swinging single podcast at gmail.com. Or you want to follow me on the Twitter or the X, whatever the fuck they call it. It's at swinging single mail, swinging single M. All right. You have a wonderful day and I'll see you tomorrow.